0: Hey guys, it's your host, Cypher the Enigma, and this is Interview with a Conscious Mind. Tonight's episode is the Love Cypher with Empress Love. Check us out. Listen to what we talk about. Have some comments. Chime in. We'd love to hear from you. It's a discovery every day, and tonight will be no different. So if you have the time and a glass of wine, pull up a chair, and uh, we'll see you there. I'm your host, Cypher.
1: Great.
2: Yo. Yo. Okay, What's up? It's working out. <laughs> chilling, chilling. It's working out. How you doing, man? What's good? Good. I'm good, man. Hanging in there. Hanging in there. You hear me was... clearly?
0: Yeah, you care. You're very clear. All right, cool, cool. Ah, it's love.
3: Greetings, greetings, love, peace, greetings. and blessings. Love, peace, and blessings.
0: What's good, everybody?
3: Everything's good. Sending that love.
0: Good. You know what the next segment to- is called, right?
3: Yes.
0: The love cypher.
3: Yes, I shay,
0: I Empress Love on the mic.
3: Yes, we're we here. <laughs> Rain, rainy night, we
0: here. <laughs> oh, it is a rainy day. <laughs> well, listen, it could be snow, right?
3: I should, yes. Be thankful, you
0: know? right? So, so, I I mean, I'm ready for it all, but my car ain't, so. <laughs> 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 yeah. Well, what's,
2: is it still? I remember last time we were chilling, with something was acting like up. What happened? Uh,
0: Yeah. So I got the um, uh, power steering fluid unit and and the hose busted over pressurized. So they fixed it. Then it did the same thing. So they fixed it again. No cost the second time. And now it's been working. uh, It's been working well. Knock, knock.
3: Okay. okay. So the car is ready. I say. So
2: it's good then, right? Yeah, it's good. Oh, okay. I thought you said your car wasn't ready.
0: No, before it wasn't ready. It's ready now. It oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So, she got the invite. She's in a room with Sean right now. They're doing their thing. Okay. I, hope she's, I think she's going to join in. Um, would like for her to join in. But, uh, no heart lost. If We can just get this going. And, uh, you know, this is a 30-minute segment, basically. What is it about? It's about, well, your host, Cypher the Enigma, Your co hosts, Real 360 or Real 36, and your hostess with the most Empress Love.
3: Ashe, Ashe.
0: Welcome, welcome. So, what are we talking about tonight?
3: Tonight's segment is What Love Gotta Do With It.
0: What Love Gotta Do With It? What's Love Gotta Do With It? What's
3: Love Gotta Do With It? She's got co hosting
1: to do with it tonight. That's
2: what she's doing. Uh, oh
3: yes, love has a lot to do with it. But no, we really uh I think that's a good one to chime in. What does love really have to do with it? Is love enough or do you need more? Well let's define the golden door.
0: Yeah. Well, so <laughs> let's 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 go by our own personal terms, what we've accumulated as a set of experience with what love means to us. And then let's get the dictionary value for it. And uh, I guess I would like to ask the question of, well, let's do this first. So, Love, you're you're, you're running this show tonight. So give us your take on what is love? What does the word love translate to you?
3: Love, to me,
1: is transforming daily Mm -hmm.
3: because it's growing stronger and stronger from the original understanding and understanding and constantly gaining a, a greater overstanding. Mm-hmm. But the basic of love that I'll say is love is an energy, a frequency, and a vibration that transmutes from one soul to the next soul. And my capacity, our capacity to love someone else is first determined by our capacity to first love ourselves, the higher mm-hmm. self, like just being pure and yourself your energy your frequency your vibration and if that energy frequency and vibration is high that's what you're going to give to other people and that's the love if it's low you're going to give fear you're going to give anger you're going to give blame that's opposite of love so love to me is just the energy that you already hold within you to the best of you and the way that you transmute that to someone else that's love to me a part of
0: love i say i like that thank you I, I i can i can understand that terminology Ashe. greg how about yourself what, brother what do you what do you what is love defined by you
2: to me well i think i've recognized what it was when we were searching for school for my kid uh for the oldest one uh, my wife kept saying Oh, you know, this school seems like, you know, they love him. They're very loving in the school. We're in a school that's loving. And I was like, I'm not sure that that's exactly what we're looking for. Because I'm like, it may even answer the question what that means when you have your child, a whole day that aren't family. It's like, well, okay, well, what are we trying to say when we say that? Then, if you were to strip away the romanticism of it, I think to Love's point, our co host Love, <laughs> it's that it is about <laughs> recognizing what that's something that we all, everyone in the in the human experience seeks to be seen and to be acknowledged and recognized. I think that is love. I think to love's point, our point is that part of that means also recognizing one's higher self, like that vibration, that that genus qua. That being able to fulfill one in the purest being truly themselves all the way. and if another person can see that and recognize you for being you and, and see really see you and appreciate you, warts and all, everything your road, your journey, and everything, and wants you to manifest at your higher self that's real love, right there. My question, though, is mm. love, you mentioned, um. It will, it, well, it, it sounds, maybe I misunderstood, but it sounded mm-hmm. like part of that is also like you to be able to love another, you also have to love yourself because, yep, you be, until you love yourself, it, it sounds like it is a like challenge to love another. And, and while that resonates with me, I do wonder how much of that, how much one can also just recognize someone else without recognizing Mm -hmm. themselves in the same way that like I can recognize a great song and a great beat that don't necessarily mean I know how to produce a great beat and write a great song Mm
3: -hmm.
2: so not as a challenge to that but more as a uh uh yes and because uh you know because there's like I struggle myself I know with like self-love and at the same time I also know that I do I'm faster to love and appreciate someone else and I think it's because it comes from a place of not just recognizing them for that and being awed by the beauty and the manifestation that they are presenting and that they are the verb of their life um and and, and I don't even think of like, oh, I want that for me. I think I'm attracted to it because it is something that we all need.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
2: but I think I am able to love. I guess it's because I think I am able to love, even though I still go through my own <laughs> things of, of practicing self love.
3: And y'all know yeah. that off
2: the rip already, like even off of new missing days and stuff, like if it traits to that. Like Sha'd be quick to call me out on that.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what- thank you for being here tonight it all starts you know thank you and thank you yes definitely and i struggle as well we all do in our own way so it's a it's an everlasting so even when i made the statement to say that love you know our capacity to love ourselves to love another is first determined by the capacity to love ourselves that's not just limited to love in my opinion the capacity. To bring somebody else's joy, someone else's joy is first determined by to give yourself joy. To respect mm-hmm. somebody else is first determined by the um, capacity to res- respect yourself. That's what I meant with that. Is mm-hmm. like everything that you give unto someone else, and all we could ever do is our best. There is no mm-hmm. oh, just one way. But our capacity to first do it to ourselves just determines the the capacity that the capacity that we're able to give to another. So we're not giving it to ourselves the highest. We're not going to give it to someone else the highest or to the greatest, etc. So as we're just doing our best and as long as we're giving our best, that should be enough. Like you said, Greg, like that's higher love. That's real love. That's unconditional love. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Tying it all together. Yeah, It's beautiful. <laughs> you said that very nicely. Oh, Respect. Oh, thank Definitely. You. Yeah, I'm, I'm just You're trying welcome. to keep up. <laughs> No, you
0: got this, we got this, it's beautiful. So uh, I guess I'll, I'll, I'll my commentary inside you, if you want yes, your commentary with the question was, you know, what just trying to basically define our, our own self meaning of the word or the term love. And my, my definition for the term love is it is a metaphysical and chemical process that has science and spirituality built into it. It is deeper than basic understanding, but it's more deeper than the highest of intellect. Basically, babies love unconditionally. We have an unconditional love for some of the things, some of the people around us, but love does have conditions and, and I think that's the science behind the love because you, 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 you condition love to the point where love has a sense or a, has an ability to hurt, but it's not purpose to hurt. It has an ability mm. because of what it, what it actually uh, brings together when it unifies, you know, uh, one or many souls. But um. Like you would, I would say, as a point of inference, you, you raise a, a a mass murderer or someone who convicted of a major crime was loved by his or her parents. Okay, so later on in life, they did some things that weren't favorable to society. You think the parents still love their child? I think the parents still love their child. There may be a difference in the sense of liking. Liking definitely has conditions based on what you do or don't do that makes a person like you. But with the sense of love, because of how it actually formulates, it's, it's really based on uh, the ability to find compassion, understanding, and has a, has a, has a reach that's, that goes beyond the physical. Um, Again, the love for a child, the love for a parent, um, the love for a pet, um, the love for oneself, like you guys both stated, you know, but yes, you, you do need to, I think that with the greatest understanding of how love works is when you have great love for yourself, you do have the presence of being able to love others as openly and as vastly. And with that love comes a real, uh, level of patience, So love love in itself has a sense of patience to it. I think true admirable patience exemplifies a tremendous amount of love because, um, again, going into yourself, you realize, you know, you're not perfect. I'm not perfect. And so I have to be willing to love me with all my flaws, which means I also should be willing and have to be willing to love others for their flaws as well. Um, I'm not looking for perfection and I don't think, I think true love is probably what we would look at as a point of perfection, but we're mortal. So we don't really get to experience that in this level. The closest we can get is that unconditioned love that basically just keeps us hopeful and keeps us spiritually enlightened to help our sisters and brothers in times of need. And you know to remind ourselves that you know I would want to be loved. If, if I'd lo- I'd want to love someone as much as I want to be loved.
2: Mm. And For I think sure. love
0: allows you to you know once you really start understanding love and its full vibrations, you start to really uh, you start to accept life and things around you. I and mean, again, you can get frustrated. I'm not saying you can't get frustrated, but you have an open sense of of uh, invitation that. Um, patience. No. My patience and my understanding allows me to ex- receive a higher f- vibration of love. Yes. So that, that's my time. Um, I'm going to read in the, the dictionary term real quick. And then, like I guess, if Cited wants, she, she wants to <laughs> add. If she, listen, that's cool. So, according to the dictionary, love is an intense feeling of deep affection. Uh, they're and they one of their uh uh babies fill parents with feelings of love uh, a great interest and pleasure in something his love for football um, feelings of deep affection for something or someone um or like or enjoy very much so that that's that's the dictionary term of their version of what love is and and you as you could probably listen to we all had our our, our exaggerated (laughs) definition (laughs) you know which again this is why it's important you know because the understanding of a definition the understanding of a word every word that you use has a definition and it's defined by some point value that makes sense or should at least make sense And it really comes down to a point of reference in your life that you can make or you can compare that word to an experience or to a feeling that you can place with you to say, yes, this is what I experience as love or this is what I feel love is.
2: So what's love got to do with it? Go ahead, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, it's funny. I actually think that the definitions we gave were actually simpler than that one i
1: felt like i think so too i was thinking the
0: same yeah. thing they they, totally. they more you, you got more of the energy of what love like you trans just in the explanations alone you could transfer you could feel the passion within the definition yeah i, just, I
2: yeah i think ours are like more like yo i mean I guess we are partial, of course, because it's the answer that we gave. But mm-hmm. like that dictionary definition sounded very like bullet points of like this, 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 and also like there was a romantic romanticization there, which yeah. is my mm-hmm. issue with the way love gets treated. The word love gets treated; it just gets thrown mm-hmm. around, and I feel like there it's it's like now woke is the new love in the sense that it's oh, okay. like this word has been co-opted <laughs> and is no longer associated or treated with the um, I don't know if respect is the word or the value it's, I feel like it's no longer treated with the value it actually holds and in a way it's it's been weaponized I feel mm-hmm. like against people so like I feel love gets weaponized when people uh-huh. just like Use it in abusive relationships, for example. Like that's a very basic way of, of using it, of putting these weird expect these wild expectations that are the are that are antithetical to love as the way find it in that like it's about really seeing that person. Love isn't about telling that person what they're supposed to be your mold of what it is right. that you are and attractive. That's the, that's the complete opposite of love. You know what I'm saying? And that's That's yeah. yeah, but you know
1: what? Definitely, I will say this though.
2: So I don't think to say even to say unconditional love. I feel like can be romanticizing as well because it's like, yo, know, I love you in the condition that you're gonna shit on me. <laughs> you well, You know, you know they're gonna beat me down so like so that I can be dependent on your affection. You know, there's right. some conditions of like if this is real love then we're seeing each other and we're seeing each other's pain and not accepting that, I'm not going to accept that pain. I'm going to stand up against the pain that you're, you know, you're dealing with to let you know that I'm here to support you. I'm not telling you, I'm not going to dismiss your pain. I'm right. going to be right there with you, with your pain and be like, boo, I got you. I know you got to, it's not my hang up. It's your hang up. But I'm going to be here with you as you grow through it. Like, my therapist was like, that's why opposites attract. Right? Like you're gonna be attracted to someone that's gonna trigger things in you and vice versa.
1: Mm-hmm. Not
2: because you're seeking for those triggers, but because mm-hmm. you still have to resolve that and you're gonna partner up with someone that's going to provide you with,
0: with that challenge.
2: With, with wow. that challenge, but also shelter you at the same time, like also provide yeah. you comfort. So you got yeah, to find the person. You. That, you know, they're gonna push you. They're gonna push the mm-hmm. buttons, but at the same time, they're gonna caress you and hold you down. And so it's like a finding that balance. So that that that's
0: interesting. You said that because those button button pushings that seem like personalized attacks mm-hmm. aren't really attacks. They're really they're 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 points of love. They're probably the the most poignant points of love that you need to really address and and it, it's interesting because we said what well, well, love said initially you know the love for self mm-hmm. um is is when you are irritated by the ones you love and those things that they poke at you in a sense that you feel may be an attack which is really something that's really need to be resolved in yourself and that's mm-hmm. what i'm getting what you yes. said you know mm-hmm. it's like it's, it's really deep within you like in order for you to really, really receive the love you're looking for, you have this poking that's going on right now from the person who's saying they love you, from the person you have accepted as being the one that you love. They're not attacking you. They're, they're, they're basically, they're shaking you up a little bit to look at yourself. Mm-hmm. So you can resolve this issue and, and become comfortable with you and thus allow your ability to open up even further with love.
2: Or they might even be shaken, they they might be shaken by your presence, your peace and something and be like, what? And
1: they're
2: like, They're still here, aren't they?
0: I, you know, sometimes sometimes it's a thing too. Sometimes that is a thing, you know, because you sometimes, you know, you want somebody to love you, but you also recognize, yeah, I do have my flaws and I don't want this person to go, but at the same time, you know, I, I don't want to make them seem like I'm, I'm making them stay, yeah. you know? But real love allows, you know, allows for a lot of variances to happen. Because, you know, a person, you know, in order for a person to see you, you have to give them some kind of visual representation to be seen. And I made this analogy the other day with a friend of mine about being blind. So if, if you are blind, what color is black? Mm. If you know what I'm saying, if if you're blind, what is beautiful? How do you describe something beautiful if you've never seen it? Yeah. You know, so so your point of reference is, is there's a missing point of reference. You you can't it's 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 interesting to base it on something that seemingly makes sense to other people when you might have a deficit and it's okay to have the deficit it's because again a lot of times even with love we 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 have a blind side to us that we we know what we want but the universe knows exactly what we need
2: yeah mm-hmm. I, you know what i would say to that though that it, it's not so much a visual requirement like we're we, we we say that because we are operating off the visual right? mm-hmm. but like a person that would say um that does that does not have vision or does not have sight they could say mm-hmm. all right but do you know what love tastes like what it smells like right because they might live more in that world appreciating that sense in a way that we're not um, not that we're incapable of, but it is a mm-hmm. muscle that we have we don't flex as much as they have come to rely on. Exactly. And but they're, they're, so, they're like, I good.
1: love, like, can I say something? Like, I love herbs, not mm-hmm. because of the way it looks, but the way it feels, it, the way it tastes. Okay.
2: Um,
1: so I, I think that's what you were kind of saying, Greg. Like, it's not just completely visual, visual, it's you
0: know what you feel what you sense so what, yeah so um, i use, use the same analysis now if you were blind and you didn't have the sense to see something you would like you said with herb the way you it makes you feel so if you were an individual who didn't have sight yeah
2: how would, I you would have,
0: your feelings would be the the dozing rod in a sense right that'd be that that like I'm just trying to think of it as an extreme example. Um, you you don't have sight, so you uh, for a baby who can't see, they're going to cry regardless whether they can see or not. Mm-hmm. They don't necessarily know they can't see; mm-hmm. they haven't been given a reference point, right? Mm-hmm. So love is kind of the same way. You 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 aren't really given a reference point, but there are things in your environment that give you the. F- feeling so sorry you were saying about with with yeah. with yeah you get a feeling
1: yes i get a feeling of something that feels good of uh, a sense of euphoria um and what that looks like visually um to me and i know we're talking about outside of the visual um but that looks uh like how could i say it looks like something that you wanted to just keep giving and giving and giving to you so mm-hmm. not seeing um something that feels good like love um you still want it to keep giving and giving you know um so some I don't, I don't know maybe i'm not answering it you know uh completely no um, i can something it, that yeah like you you i won't say it's like difficult well it is a little challenging to explain because i'm thinking even with sean like right now he is you know frustrated um he can't see what i'm saying but he he's feeling what i'm saying about what he can't (laughs) have um right now but he still Um, loves
0: you regardless if he can have it or not
1: exactly um so, yeah, because it's, it's a good feeling. He knows that I represent, you know, good things, even though he can't see it right now. <laughs> um, so, yeah, just uh, love for me is, it's everything and nothing all at the same time. Um, it. it is, yes, it's a word, it's an action. It's something that, we live to die for, (laughs) you know, seriously, Mm -hmm. and it is something that I hold deeply in the words that come out my mouth every day, whether it's to my son, I love you, or whether it's to, oh, I love this, this herb, I love this song, I love this beat, Um, it's something that makes me feel really, really good, and sometimes very anxious. You know, because you want it right now. <laughs> you know, and you want more and more and more of it. <laughs> um, so kinda, kinda yeah, what you lo- <laughs> <What's that>? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you know,
2: so I'm about to is- wrap this thing up. He's like, i right, we're wrapping it up, love. <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm listening to
0: you. This is good, this is good.
1: So yeah, love is love is love is all of that. Um and love is uh, powerful. Yeah, love Love. Love is powerful. Love is like unspoken, you know, unspoken language, you know. I could just stand next to somebody, you know, and just feel like, you know, love. Not that I want to love them, you know, like jump all over them. But like I want to transfer this love that I have in me mm-hmm. over to them no matter what, you know. Because I'm, it's a feeling that, again, you want to just keep giving and giving and giving, you know. And that's our, like, space and rent on this, this, this earth, you know, as we're here. So that's, that's how I feel about it. A little that's bit how I feel about it.
0: Definitely powerful. Definitely powerful.
3: Yes, sure.
0: So listen, we've talked for about 30 minutes going on close to. And I want to thank you guys. We learned a lot um We're able to do this podcast once again with great success and greater and greater success. I so thank you all for tuning in. And um, I value you all and and truly have a love for all of you guys. So blessings and energies to you. Thank you for your energy.
3: Thank you. Thank you.
2: And in my body thank all of now, you. My schedule is up now. I appreciate y'all making this, this time. To be able to do that, it means a lot. Thank you. It's and a choice we avoid. Yeah. Yes. yes. So. And as
0: usual, you know, we 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 try to pick a topic that you know we all can uh, have input on and something to go away with. So uh, let's 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 in ending this podcast, I want everyone everyone to just basically send us all off, uh, each one of us, with a little. Word of wisdom and any potential audience that may hear this later on, you know, something uh, that would be a, a, a takeaway. Love?
3: Share. Love ultimately to, ultimately to me is living life on vibrant energy while maintaining a life of valuable energy to the highest degree. Nice. to our own individual ultimate reality. That's what genuine, authentic love is to me. And I send that love to each and every one of you in this very moment, to your family, and to everyone that you love from the heavens above. I share. Sai? I would like to just say
1: that when... Starting a conversation and ending a conversation. Why not start with the words "love," mm. love, 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 grace. Oh, love yes, Bennett, I love like that. Saita. And when we and end, you do that instead of exactly, thank you. And so instead mm-hmm. of saying "bye," you know, um, love. Mm. So you start and you finish off with love. Thank you for that.
3: that thank I, you for like that. that. Yeah.
0: We just we just lost Greg. I don't know yes. after we just we just lost Greg. What happened? What happened?
3: 360, where you at? Where you bees at?
0: We just, <laughs> we just chimed out. I'm gonna say what happened, but uh I, I guess I'll have to take his segment. Um if he comes back in, he'll just let him back right, in. Let's
3: let's go, coach. Let's
0: go. Let's so so I want to say to everyone listening and to my my co-hosts, Sai and love. I want to say thank you for your energy, thank you for your time. Um. every day is a new day to become a better you live love laugh and experience life nothing is promised except for the promise of self so okay. you can only do what you can do for as long as you can do it until you can't do it anymore and whatever that is make sure it's some epic shit
3: I was waiting for that boom yeah. <laughs> I was waiting. I was like, wait a second. I know it's coming. I know it's coming. I was getting so anxious. I was like, come on with the epic shit. Epic shit.
0: Epic shit. Do some epic shit.
3: Yes. I (laughs) say.
0: Listen, I'm your host, Cypher the Enigma. This has been Interview with a Conscious Mind. You've been entertained and educated by some interesting minds of this world. Go in peace, go in love, and go in honor. And also go in respect. And remember, don't think you can, Know you will. Peace.
3: Peace. Love.
1: Wow.